Tanya Smith, we made you watch Smallville. You're going to be our guest today, Tanya. Uh, We made you watch Smallville, a TV show about a little baby Superman. Uh, (laughs) uh, What is your major compliment? Um, One of the writers on this show is named Jeff with a PH. (laughs) What? Wait, like really? Steph? And apparently he's like famous. He's a famous comic book he's writer. He's a famous comic book writer. His name is actually Joseph, but he goes by Jeff. Jeff Loeb. With a PH. I'm, well, man. man the, I base a famous that, Jeff also now, because like there's not, it's hard to stand out in the crowd of Jeffs. It is. It is so hard. <laughs> he's doing it. He uh, is nailing that. So that's one of those things that's like, if you're rad, that's awesome. And if you're even a little bit annoying, that just makes me want to scream. Yeah. yeah. He seems like he's had a pretty rocking career of yeah, it. Yeah, I so think he's I earned think, it. I think Jeff with a PH has earned his status. He looks pretty cool. He looks kind of like he looks kind of like Matt Walsh. He looks like a just a just a, just a nice a guy. guy, guy. Next, yeah, a, a guy's guy. A nice guy with some ideas about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so so that tells I, you a little bit about how I felt about the show. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Mm, clues. I was expecting not that. Okay. Uh, Chris, let's see if we get a clue from your compliment. Uh, what's your major compliment for Smallville? Oh, uh, so this wasn't actually in the episode that we watched, uh, but this is a compliment Ooh. that relates to my personal life. Um, All right. Tenuous. In like, in like S1E2 or E3 of this uh-huh. show... Clark Kent wears an American Eagle sweater that I also happened to own in 2001. <laughs> and I cannot tell you how much that validated my shopping choice yeah. uh, at the time. Really? You know? Yeah, because we were, you know, it was a weird time. Everybody's wearing big pants and, you know, big big things. And yes, this was a little big, but it had a, it had a nice knit. And it was one of the first things that I got from a mall store that wasn't like you know jc penny or something like that now mm-hmm. now chris and i just, did, I just did felt this like also last 10 seasons right no that sweater did not last 10 seasons <laughs> <laughs> no uh but you know for all the the everybody looks like a complete dweeb in this show uh mm. but it makes me remember that i was dweebier than that at the time and that i looked up to those sweaters i, I mean it was a different time it was it's a different just not time. fair to judge it with the eyes of today. Yeah, wet look hair might have been cool. I don't know. It was it was a different time. All right, uh, my <laughs> I'll give you that. My major compliment <laughs> is that I, um, I it's okay. It's really weird to watch a show with time jumps the way we did. So we watched uh, oh, season I love one, it so much. season two, a four and a five. Yeah, I, it was fun. I, I mean, okay, so it is fun. I really enjoy it. I don't think it's a fair way to judge a television show. Yeah. We also didn't get into the late seasons where he's like a member of the mini Justice League with Green Arrow and the Flash. Jesus. Okay, so there's that too. But just just, as Aquaman, just jumping seasons, what we do have is uh, Lana goes from being a kid to a kid who owns a coffee shop for no reason. Yep. Uh, then Luther's Lex Luther's dad uh, isn't blind, but then he is blind, and then he's not blind again. <laughs> I know! Yeah, yes. soap opera. <laughs> it's such a bonkers way to watch a show, and it was really fun to watch. I, like, who's going to be way different this time around? Yeah, I feel like it's dating not a bad or not way. dating. Yeah, it's not a bad yeah. way though. I think like to to do it because if you're not really paying attention, this kind of happens. Like just you know, episode to episode, no matter what. It was like, wait, do I know that character? I feel like right. I feel like this is it's the best way to simulate how your parents feel while watching something. 
you know because like you just get like it's like wait do i know her and you don't actually know if you know that character or not that could be just another blonde they introduced in season five just that grasping for any internal consistency straws you possibly can like <laughs> i know that reporter girl is now a reporter girl still it's her hair's still short. It's also that's, weird that's because nice. of like the romance tension is kind of gone, <laughs> and so it's like, will they or yes, they will. <laughs> and they, they did, and now they didn't. And I, it's just so, yeah, I, it's fun not to have to wait. So that is enjoyable. Again, <laughs> it's also sort of like not staying in touch with people. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah, just like check in on, every year, popping up on Facebook that you haven't seen in a while. Oh, yeah. father of four. Huh. Like, how's your dad doing with that blindness? Oh, he's not blind anymore. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know. See in a little while. Apparently, you're a state senator. That's cool. <laughs> well, how did that yeah, happen? Which apparently seems powerful. I don't yeah, know. Actually, into this this problem was actually compounded because uh, the, I'll, I'll just jump into mine. The yeah, the last episode too. we watched involved a, a a time jump to a possible timeline seven yes, years in the future, alternate reality. <laughs> so we jumped <laughs> one year ahead in real life, and then we jumped another seven years ahead in possible reality. Um, and, and and I love that because I actually I'll, I'll say this again, guys. I really did like the Nicolas Cage movie Family Man or the Family Man, oh, uh, man. where he gets God, to see you will not shut up about Family Man. I'm like, hey, Ez, good to see you. And you're like, Chris, have you watched Family Man again? I sure did. Hey. Hi, uh, my name is Jeff. I'll be your waiter. Can I take your order? No, I don't want to hear about Family Man. Is it Jeff with a PH? Yes, I was going to say, is. is it regular Jeff or is yeah, it special Jeff? My name is Otherwise, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> it's Jeff with a um, twist. <laughs> the Jeff straight up, uh, but yeah. I, uh, so so the last episode we watched was uh, Lex Luthor's Family Man, uh, where yeah. we get to see after because here's what happens after you get shot a couple times in the chest, you get to have a, like a Christmas Carol esque uh, version of your life seven years in the future, where your dead mom shows you what it could be like if you just gave up the uh, the race for uh, state senator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is amazing when your whole life hinges on whether or not you run for state senator of Kansas. I was as surprised as you were. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I feel like the repercussions are not what they should be, but that's Uh, fine. That that episode had some issues for me, uh, plotting-wise, as did Family Man, Uh, but... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, turning on Family Man. I never thought I'd see the day. The magic really shone through, you know? (laughs) There was a lot of magic, because I also got like a... Well, here's the fun thing about that subplot, is that there was just real Santa. Like, didn't... Wasn't explained, but apparently Santa is also real in in the Superman Just a small thing that is assumed because of that episode. It's like, oh yeah, Santa's real. Uh, Anyway, back to this other thing, whether or not Lex gets to have a baby. Oh, so good. I loved this one. Go ahead. <laughs> one of the exciting things about this is that our uh, our sponsor, our gift sponsor recipient, uh, Alex, who picked the episodes for us, said that yeah. we were watching three of her favorite episodes and one of her least favorite, but she didn't tell us which was which. Was so, the pilot, obviously. The pilot was obviously the least favorite. Was Are it? you serious? Oh, it has to be. The pilot was bullshit, man. I so else. many explosions. I thoroughly enjoyed the pilot and was like, I'm going to like this show, and then the other episodes proved me wrong. I went the other way. Oh, man. Weird. I, I'm smelling a yeah, but. The, okay, well, we'll get into this. <laughs> good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, TV shows, and such. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Super fun show today, you guys. We have a super host, full panel of hosts. Joining me, as yeah. always, 
He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex, did you get your permission slip signed? We're going to try out for the football team together. <laughs> and then we're not going to. Yeah. And then later, I'm going to be a former quarterback. How did that happen? Yeah, it's weird. How, he was a walk-on. Uh, I'm yeah. Clark Kent's best friend, and I get written out of the show real quick. I, I only really? hope he died. Like, like you, in, you hope he died? I, I know, hope like, he got out of town and is happy. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. He did, because he comes back later. Oh, okay. For, like, oh. an episode to be like, hey, remember me? I didn't Wait. think so. Bye. He died and came back? Or, no. no. Was he blind? <laughs> did he spell his name with a Jeff with a PH at some point in his life and then stopped? Also yeah. joining us today uh, on our third mic today, he's in Northern California. He's Mr. Ezra Fox. Smallville, more like Alliterationville. Lex, right? Luther. Lex Luther, Lo- uh, Lana Lang, Clark Lois Kent. Lang. I would also no Lana Lang. It was it was the I know, but Lois but Lane her, shows up later. Her aunt is Lois Lane, right? Nope. I thought no, she Charlotte's said Charlotte's cousin is Lois Lane. Oh, yeah. she. I thought she referred to her aunt as Lois at some point. And I just assumed it was like, oh, it's a reporter family. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Alliterationville. Also joining us. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> super post episode. Uh, so our very special guest today is at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Smith. Yeah, when you're through with Boring 101, give me a call. Oh. oh. You'd, you'd like to start at Boring 102? <laughs> yeah, you think you can, you think you test into that? <laughs> yeah. Intermediate to advanced boring. You know, what do you, you have to join? If you want to join boring three hundred one, you're going to need to meet with the professor first. <laughs> yeah, there, oh, there yeah, are yeah. prerequisites. <laughs> but at the same time, your lack of inhibition and your like cool motorcycle gear is probably going to get you in. Yeah, I think he could skip boring one hundred one. He's clearly onto advanced boring. I feel uh, like God, this is so boring. He's boring uh, no matter what line you give him. It's amazing. Here, here's the great thing about this show. Here's what they should, like, in Smallville, as a requisite, they should have, like, detecting, like, split personalities 101 because, like, it happened a lot. They are super so casual much. about it, too. They're like, <laughs> wait a second. Did he split into two people? Yeah, that's probably what happened. They're just so yeah. ready. Occam's razor in Smallville really yeah, takes yeah. a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Smallville's razor is just whatever is the thing that is bananas must be true. <laughs> All right, um, you guys, this that, that was so good. Go ahead, as you want to. No, no, just yeah. I mean, so so again, to, again, if you haven't seen the, the the four episodes we've seen and nothing else in, of Smallville, um, we have several episodes uh, where just someone is not themselves, uh, where or either. Yeah, uh, one colored rock is near Clark, and he's either very weak or very like sexy and like uh, you know dangerous. Or what? alternatively, you thought sexy. Tom Welling was sexy and or dangerous in this episode? When, you can't look directly at Tom Welling for more than a couple seconds before you're like Salamander. <laughs> Salamander. Wait, the animal, Which... or is there a show named Salamander they need to be watching now? <laughs> yeah, it starts I... Dave Franco. <laughs> as I, Jeff, think of, the Salamander. I think of Salamanders as. A little sexy and definitely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. man. Maybe a little that's just sexy, Alamander. really, Alex? Mm-hmm. Really, are we doing this? <laughs> I think so. A little. <laughs> I mean, you guys, quick. Let's, let's get going. This is a let's rank all the reptiles in order of sexiness right here, right now. Alex, right. I don't want any of them on your list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Komodo the dragon. The answer is no. No. Salamander. <laughs> uh, crocodile. Newt alligator mm. whoa whoa tell me about that tell me about that let's let's clear the Sorry. schedule of the show right, let's talk about that emitted a hell scream for some reason <laughs> when i said alligator i think we should move on 
All right, you guys are gonna have to wait till later to find out why I think crocodiles are sexier than alligators. Was that list in ascending or descending order? Descending. So that was starting with Komodo dragon at number one. Yeah. Komodo dragon is number one sexy. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Salamander, uh, crocodile, alligator, and then Komodos are made of snake. Silk. Yeah, exactly. They're beautiful, beautiful creatures. Uh, I think there might be some spelling misunderstandings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think guys... Jeff disorder is catching. <laughs> this, this is episode number 319. We have now done as many episodes as the weight in pounds of the largest female alligator ever found in the state of Mississippi. Whoa! Whoa! This, this is an unholy tie-in. Sexy? I think so. Uh, That's a lot of love to give. It is. I think it's interesting because the largest male was 826 pounds, which is just a lot more. Wow, yeah, we got to do this for a lot more years. Yeah, we can't wait. Can't. How many years did that? Uh, 16 more. Wait, 10 more years to get to there. Jeez, I don't know if it's worth it. I think it's in nine bad. years we got to reconsider. Be like, okay. we're never going to get to the weight of the largest male alligator ever killed in Mississippi. They might kill another one in those nine years also. They could. So. I know. Then, oh, then they just keep buying more years. The crazy okay. thing, I was reading this article from uh, WAPT 16 News in Jackson, motto, the tough Sounds questions, reputable. finding who's accountable. And the tough uh, questions, who killed this fucking alligator, though? Well, they did say that. They also mentioned the exact caliber of rifle that the alligator was uh, harvested with. It was one of those quality, hard-hitting news stories. This is alligator CSI. Yeah, they were very into it. Uh, anyway, tough questions, finding who's accountable. WAPT 16 News in Jackson. Uh, speaking of parts of the country I don't fully understand, this week we're talking about Smallville, mm. the mm. 2000s oh, era show on the WB, and then later the C-Dub about the origins of baby Superman, little baby Superman. Yeah. And Super babies. <laughs> oh, that's a different show. Teeny tiniest little Superman you ever did see. <laughs> we only saw Jonathan and Martha Kent, his parents, like shins down. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Rats. That's a different show. Yep. Um, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Meryl, the meat buddy who controls the weather. Isn't that cool? Whoa! You guys, welcome back, Meryl. Um, and Meryl sponsored it for her friend Alex. She said, "Quote: My friend Alex loves the show, and this is." or loves the podcast, and this is her favorite TV show. So it would be a great surprise gift to her if you could watch this. A bonus, it's also kind of terrible, and there's plenty of meat for a compliment sandwich. So Yeah. Mm. Yes. I think this is but a perfect also, pick Alex, for us. Alex, is this really your favorite show? <laughs> Alex, are we giving you a gift right now? <laughs> Alex, maybe turn this off. <laughs> surprise, Alex. I hope you enjoy. Tanya's going to be real mean about it. Alex, I'm I liked so it. I'm so sorry. I, I liked parts of it. That's neat. We got a full conflict. Chris, hand raise, where do you feel? Mm. How do you feel? Where do you fit in? Give me a touch moment. A uh, touch moment. Well, let's see here. As uh, At the time, when I watched the first season one and season two, like in high school. When it was I all sweaters all the time. When it was all sweaters all the time, you know, <laughs> uh, all sweaters and people wearing, wearing the appropriate bagginess of jeans for that era. <laughs> but I, uh, this is real hard, guys. This this is kind of rough. It's it's a little slow. The music's real bad. The acting is super uneven to bad. And uh, but, but it's on the WB, like for the WB. This yeah, is that's like true. Par for the course, right? This is what yeah, you and there's there's nary a poor for sure. Everybody's skin is flawless. That's nice. There's also uh, <laughs> sometimes actual explosions and sometimes the worst graphics. Yeah, uh, effects you've ever seen. It's yeah. kind of a nice I, mix. I think 
if Alex, you're like, I liked parts of it. I would say I liked very few parts of it. <laughs> I liked the pilot, and I liked very little else. I was really angry about the other three, but I thought you the pilot actually like, seemed like a good show. You liked the whole pilot? I, w- I was like, I will keep watching the show. I would watch two or three more episodes of the show. I kind of enjoy this pilot. Yeah, I think there's some neat things about it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be really interesting. Let's, let's go. Alex, I think was, are you excited? I, <laughs> out there? Other Alex? Did yeah. you put your headphones back on? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun either way, uh, special Alex. Uh, if you guys want to force us to watch something that your friend likes so that we can ruin it for them, go to readdeadsweep.com, <laughs> sign up on the mailing list, and you two could sponsor an episode one day. Chris, yeah. please summarize now in the style of a bald nine-year-old. <laughs> okay, cool. Except for one tuft. No, no, the tuft you also find in the cornfield, so... Oh, that's true. It just looks like something bad happened to a Muppet. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I I thought it was nice to find out that Lex Luthor was a ginger, though. I thought that was cool. Of course he was a ginge. It explained a lot, actually, I thought. I thought it, like, made him more relatable. I mean, hair color explains nothing, but sure. (laughs) Except for that part, yeah. Um, Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) All right, cool. Uh, Okay. Daddy, Daddy, where are you? Daddy, there was an explosion here in the cornfield, Daddy. We're in Kansas, Daddy. Daddy, bring what? around the we're bring around the rolls. Daddy, where where are you? You might be saying Why daddy. am I so you confused? Might, I need you to I, stop I, saying daddy. <laughs> I really need you to stop. Why am I, I so confused? Say it two more times. My name is Lex Luthor. I'm one of those <laughs> most powerful children in all the land. And I'm here in Smallville at, at, at our family corporation's Fertilizer Plant 3, which is very famous for oh, being the did, third did, such fertilizer plant. Did anyone else think of Lou Bega when they saw that fertilizer number three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little bit of cow shit in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, so, you know, why am I so confused? Why is there smoke everywhere? Oh, wait. There was a spaceship from the planet Krypton that landed, and a little boy who's just about my age came out, and he saved a couple from a car accident. And that boy became Clark Kent, son of Jonathan and Martha Kent in Smallville, Kansas. You all know the story. He goes on to be Superman, Big Blue himself, the superhero of he all superheroes. himself. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, he could, oh, come right? on. He fights for truth, justice in the American way. He's got super strength and vulnerability, heat vision, cold breath, X-ray vision. He can Wait, fly. Does he really have cold breath? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> can do anything. He's fucking Superman. Superman. But the one happened. useful superpower. Isn't that treading on Mister Freeze's toes a little bit. Sure. <laughs> He's treading on a lot of superheroes' toes. <laughs> He's all over those feet. Yeah. He fought. Yeah, Cyclops Nazis just has and- one of those. He, it's weird that he was uh, that this was in the 2000s since he went on to fight Nazis and stop the KKK. Well, comic books change with the time, right? Yeah, that's I mean, weird. Bart Simpson is still what ten years old. Yeah, that is also weird. Yeah. So, uh, so Clark Kent, what what what's going on in Smallville during the show? Smallville is Clark Kent has yet to become Superman. He is a high school student. He's awkward. He has crushes. He wants to be popular. He wants what everybody wants. Apparently, Lana Lang is what everybody wants. Also, she's the neighbor girl who is, uh, you know, pretty in a way that uh, I guess a lot of the other. Girls I mean, there's in only aren't. three three girls in Smallville, so she's that's you true. Know, top choice. Yeah, top choice. It's like picking from the world of reptiles. Like, you have a limited l- selection. <laughs> but right. they're all good choices. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a little spoiled tonight. Wait, wait, wait. Guys, can we talk about this for one second? Did, would people have gone with, with Lana over, like, Chloe or, I guess, third girl? 
It's always Chloe. Chloe's the only right answer. So there, okay, there is reporter you, friend you. Chloe who has blonde short hair. Uh, yeah, she's and she's smart and inquisitive and like a, like a baby Veronica Mars kind of. She's baby Veronica Mars. Who does not want baby Veronica Mars? Yeah. When you say it that way, it doesn't sound like a great sexual relationship. I mean, same, same age. <laughs> you know what? Neither Veronica does Mars. Komodo Dragon. Okay, but we've yeah, already been exactly there. <laughs> the same age. Veronica Mars, who is plucky and a good friend, and yeah, uh, Clark red. also has his best friend Pete. Uh, who's there also. Did and, not die or go blind. Yeah, he didn't die or go blind. Uh, but Lex, Lex, that's me. I'm, I'm rich and powerful. I'm in this town, and I'm driving through town in my Porsche, you know, just like screaming through it 67 miles an hour. The car drives over some bailing wire. All four tires blow out, crash through a bridge, into Clark Kent. He's oh, indestructible. No. So he actually saves Lex's life, right? Uh, even though it looks like in any, if those were normal humans, uh, Clark would be long dead. But Isn't that like? Wasn't that like a pretty decent effect though? The car and the guy going over the bridge that looked pretty real. Yeah. No, they spent money on the pilot at yeah. least with the explosions and the car crash and all that. Yeah. 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 I can also uh, see why we don't keep our bailing wire on our bridges anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Barbed wire just enrolls on bridges. Just yeah. I can know. see why I don't do that as a yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. That yeah. was the bailing yeah. wire bridge of 1910. Yeah. We've learned a lot since then. So. <laughs> <laughs> Talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So many orphans died. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, it, that's why we also don't keep our orphans on trucks anymore. Yeah, on trucks next to a lot of bailing wire on a bridge. <laughs> sure. It's very dangerous. Yeah. I can also so see why addition- we don't keep our parents in the same place in case there's a meteor strike. Because that's also oh, what happened to the pilot. Oh, man. Yeah, True. Lana's parents were just standing, getting into the car when a meteor... Uh, so as part of the spaceship landing, because the planet of Krypton blew up, famously. Right? And then uh, Clark and, was... And it blew uh, up very was one directionally. Of the f- yeah, well, get all the was rocks. one of the few uh, people to make it out. His parents sent him off on this little spaceship. Mm-hmm. And uh, in addition to him landing, a bu- some chunks of the planet Krypton also uh, landed on Earth. And the green kryptonite uh, makes him weak and sick mm-hmm. and also awkward. Like when uh, Lana's wearing a necklace, he just trips all over himself. Just stumbly. Yeah, yeah stumbly, stumbly pants over there. Yeah, stumbly pants magoo. It gets uh, but worse it- later. It yeah. Seems oh man, it gets so much worse. But uh, so we see small, you know, yet to be Superman. But we also see yet to be Lex Luthor. What are the odds that they would be in the same town? Mm. Uh, Lex Luthor like is one the, in eight. Uh, yeah, about one in eight. Yeah, he he's the uh, nemesis Superman. He's he's the rich guy, evil uh, billionaire guy. And in this case, he is still kind of a good friend sometimes uh, to Clark and and his friends. Uh, and is a rich guy running a company and stuff, but also uh, is very involved with the drama going on in Smallville. It turns out that the meteor landing also caused, not only brought Clark to us, but uh, affected some other people in different ways. Like there's a guy who can electrocute people now. And there's just all this other meteor rock shenanigans that means mm-hmm. that Clark Kent, not yet Superman, has to battle the monster of the week sometimes. And there's just other stuff that happens that's kind of hard to explain. Uh, but it makes for, you know, it's a, it's a teen soap opera show. And, uh, you know, eventually they go to the city and they're living in Metropolis. And I don't know, there's a pizza place. I don't know. Oh, Something. man. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like guys. I don't know if I fully paid attention to that part. No, no, not in the episode we watch. It's fine. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the show. We get to see Baby Superman and Baby Lex Luthor. Yeah, little babies. All right, you guys. Uh, so clearly we've kind of done our hand raise already. As is all in, I'm sort of torn. <laughs> Chris is I less it, torn and Tanya's all out. It might have been it might have helped the way I watched it also, which was at two times speed. So any complaints about slowness <laughs> probably oh, wouldn't shit. have affected me. That's the thing, is like the later episodes were just a lot of talking and staring meaningfully at people, and so it went so slow. I think two X was the way to go, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty two minute episodes are great. 
Yeah, they were too long. I feel like if this had been half an hour episodes, everything would be a lot better. Um, and no, cheaper. That wouldn't have saved it. Bad news. Regardless of how you felt about it, it's time to play our game of King of Bullshit Mountain. Whoa. Mm. Bullshit Mountain. Bullshit. Whether you loved it or not, there's plenty of ridiculous shit going on in this TV show, and Meryl, our sponsor and controller of the weather in Meatberg, has asked us to play King of Bullshit Mountain for her, so we are going to do just that. Tanya, you are our reigning lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Uh, the non-gendered <laughs> oh, no, pronoun. No, 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 no. Can I not be a lizard this week? <laughs> oh, oh take yeah. It on, take it on a different can I, uh, can framing. Can I be something else? <laughs> I just wanted something genderless so that we don't mess this up anymore. Lizard of Bullshit Mountain is our new game, and Tanya, you are the lizard. So uh, you're going to be in charge, as always, the way this works. The lizard has to answer questions. Do, quickly, it does not matter how accurately. If they can't, or if somebody else has a better answer, that is a steal, and that person becomes the new Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Tanya, I'm going to start out for you. The very first okay. moment of the show is the sure. couple, Kents, uh, wandering through Smallville before the asteroid hits, and uh, Mrs. Mama Kent uh, wishes on a tiny girl dressed as a fairy princess to presumably have a child and then immediately all of this happens. Where did that tiny girl get her fairy powers that are actually able to make this whole show happen because she granted that wish and it was just in the worst way possible? Um, she had the combined powers of giant eyes and looming tragedy. Because <laughs> so, you know, if everything's looking super peachy keen in town, like something real bad's about to happen. Yeah. Normally it's not just like meteors decimating everyone, but you know... Like there's yeah, that big eyes and market death isn't gonna like just have a sunny Tuesday. Yeah, you know? Of course yeah. Not. Yeah. You yeah, if any there's a there's a wee girl in costume in someone's arms and she goes, Mommy, Daddy, you know those people are about to die. <laughs> oh uh, here's a question. Who took that photo that like ended up on time? Uh, on the cover of Time, like of, Oh of yeah. The, of the sad girl. <laughs> Chloe? Who is that wartime photographer who is sprinting down the main street of Smallville? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you you don't know? Actually <laughs> like, it was the father of Jimmy Olsen, John Olsen. And then Jimmy Olsen became you know, learned the trade from his dad and then worked at the at the Daily Planet. Oh, that sounds like a steal. That's a steal! Like a steal. Oh. Holy shit. Chris, you're Whoa. the new lizard. Thank also, it goodness. sounded like you actually knew something. I was going to make a joke. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you go I with mean, confidence, man. I've <laughs> never... Yeah, this... Son in this family were all reporters or people who otherwise work in news journalism. Yes, yeah. news journalism. So, so Chris, you are definitely the new lizard of Bullshit Mountain, but before we go, I just want to check in. Was that real, or were you making that up? No, I made, no, no it's bullshit. Oh, bullshit okay. Mountain. Very, very strong bullshit. Uh, <laughs> questions for Chris? Uh, yeah, Chris, what, what happened to everyone's yes, job, sir. like, you know, say, 2013, when people realized that newspapers were bullshit? Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, when you're looking at the newspapers, uh, they actually exist in Metropolis, right? Um, so at first, we just see the high school paper called The Torch. High school journalism classes are still going to continue, right? That, that's not going to change. There's still going to be a torch. The Daily Planet might be a failing business model, but they're converting to sort of a gawker-like model where it's mostly Ooh. just gifts and pictures of cats. Ooh. And that's why, uh, that's why Tom Welling, I mean, uh, Clark Kent, is so good at this is because he just kind of sits there like a lump and then like he raises his phone to a cat and that's another like 50,000 hits for them. It's great. Present and future business models <laughs> the, the newspaper, newspaper industry. industry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tanya. 
Um, Deep in that, the vaults. Yeah, that is bringing a very specific smile to certain people's faces. Yeah. Possibly. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I enjoyed it. Uh, Chris, what happened to cause everybody in Smallville to be so attractive and yet so dark-spirited? For a, a small town made up of 40,000 people of all hotties, how come they all walk around saying dark things like, we all keep secrets and everybody has a dark side or every oh, man has a weakness? Oh, this is super easy. Uh, okay, so before the meteor incident, they were like the, what, corn capital of, of the country? The or something creamed like that? corn. Now they're the meteor capital of the, of the country. Um, do, you, do you know the Kryptonian uh, kryptonite when it falls to the ground and, and it's around? <laughs> Hold on a wa- second, Chris. Are there any other kinds of kryptonite besides Kryptonian kryptonite? Sure, there's Martian kryptonite and Venusian yeah. kryptonite. Yeah. Alex, uh, is that a steal? Yes, I guess it is. Okay, Alex, same question right back at you. How come everybody's pretty but doomed? Because it's a TV show. Okay. I was uh, going to say that when kryptonite gets into the water table, yes, it's exfoliating and you look great, but yeah, lymphoma no rates are just going to skyrocket. And everybody knows it. Ooh, I like that answer. Hey, steal back. Chris, you're the breed lizard. <laughs> Chris, Chris, go ahead. Christian Crook, going to die. <laughs> Okay, Chris, if if Superman was so powerful, how come he couldn't stay at the WB? He's powerful, <laughs> but dumb. He's, he's not a marketing guy, and uh, also, nobody can save, save... I don't think the WB... Like, the WB didn't fold. They merged to be with... With the CW, sure. Yeah, with, that's a separate Wikipedia entry. It is, yeah. And they, they didn't merge with the CW. They merged with something else to become the oh, CW. UPN. They, yeah, they merged with UPN yeah. to become the CW. So it's not, it's not that he couldn't save it. It's that it melded and they combined their powers to become something that seems almost exactly the same. Huh. It's a very special. I'm going to call that a steal. Sure. All right. Yeah. I'm Lizard again. Questions for me? I have a question. Yeah, please. Why does Lex Luthor have eyebrows? Because, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, he is not actually bald because of any scientific reason. What? He's bald really? by choice. So what no. happens is... No, you he's think not. little kid got his hair burned off by <laughs> alien rocks? He's and you like, think, actually, like, while I'm lying on the ground in this cornfield, I think I'll just take this opportunity to burn all my hair off forever. Tell me why we're wrong. No, look, look, people burn their hair off. It happens. It grows back. But what happened to him was the, the dust from the asteroid pushed all his hair back and it got it knocked off and he looked at himself in the mirror and was like well this is better uh not great but better than the alternative and so he has been shaving his head every day since then but not the eyebrows yeah who shaves their eyebrows if you're shaving your head that, that's a that weird, looks pretty weird if you and you just have floating eyebrows but how come his eyebrows weren't blown off in the explosion they are very strong so just like uh superman uh, like can't be killed by bullets Lex Luthor can't have his eyebrows burned off. That's his power. His eyebrows can't be killed by mortal weapons. <laughs> ooh, ooh, here's a question. Yep. Yeah, How does go. Superman shave? Uh, great question. Superman does not shave. Uh, he What he does is he looks in the mirror with his heat vision and... and <laughs> burns the hair off. Burns the hair right. back. Not all the, the way off, off, but back to a stubble. How does he get is a haircut? everyone burning then? their hair off in Smallville? Is that is it the capital of burning your hair off? They don't have a... Yeah, there's no barber shop. There's just... Uh, Clark Kent's hair burning salon. <laughs> There's just a really specific smell of burnt hair everywhere. <laughs> oh, you know. that's so weird. It smells like burnt hair. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not great. Whatever, I kind of look. But like you know, what? it's better than so. the smell of cornfields, you guys, and yeah. the fertilizer factory. They're like, oh man, that burnt hair smells really clearing up this cow shit smell. Uh, here's the, here's a question, Alex. I'm ready. Would uh, I'm a lizard. Would, would evil Superman with the red thing, with the red uh, kryptonite ring? Well, I don't like you're already jumping to conclusions about him being evil, but go ahead. 
Okay, it's more, it's more fine. He's super drunk and thinks he's awesome. Yeah, sassy super Superman. Drunk, thinks he's awesome, uh, Superman, with the with the red uh, kryptonite ring. Mm-hmm. Be good buddies with the uh, pure evil Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because both of them were like, let's leave this town. And that seemed like... Uh, like when Lex Luthor, so okay, so just to clarify for you guys, different kryptonite rocks cause you to be different moods, uh, including one is sick, red is, uh, and red is sassy, and and confident and hit on everybody. And it's what like a do- really pushy mood ring. <coughs> exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's the pushiest mood ring. Instead of it revealing your mood, it just tells you what your mood is going to be. And so what happens when so when when Ke- Clark Kent puts on the ring? What does he do? He immediately tells Lana he he's in love with her. And when Lex Luthor gets hit by black kryptonite. Uh, it splits yeah. him into two people and one half of him. And what's the first thing he does? He hits on Lana. So it, they are the same. Basically, the bad part of every human wants to have sex with Lana. Mm. What happens That's if Lana gets hit with uh, with like a split in two? She stays single forever because she's so happy with herself because she's so into herself. Oh, right. The first thing she does hits on Lana. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all you do. You hit on Lana. Hey, me. She's hey, looking me. good. I'm pretty great. Let's go out by ourselves, shall we? <laughs> I'll use a telescope to see myself. Wait, but then maybe like Lana would like dump herself for like the other for like Jesse who comes like the the troubled girl who like comes in the bar and like yeah, then Lana leaves with not Lana. Never, like, never. Lana, you have some explaining. I would to do always me. leave with not Lana. Lana is so boring. She owns a coffee shop and she's twelve. How is that not awesome? Oh, she's so boring. <laughs> yeah, but like compared to Chloe, Chloe's oh, pretty guys, rad. Also, also according to IMDb, Kristen Bell auditioned for the part of Chloe. Ooh. Uh, we could oh have had alternate Mars. universe. Yeah, yeah, that would be better. I, also, fun, are we still playing King of Bullshit Mountain? We're playing <laughs> Listen to Bullshit Mountain, and I'm I'm still the lizard. So no one's gotten it from me yet. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Alex, when mm-hmm. uh, Clark Kent's dad hits his class ring with a sledgehammer, oh yeah, it splinters into a lot of pieces that explode away from his hand and kind of come flying towards the screen. And they kind of come, yeah. Uh, can you explain the physics that that caused that to happen? Because that seems highly improbable. Well, it. I mean, that's the thing with kryptonite. Uh, it always splinters away from your hand. But what it's about the one of its many kryptonite parts? Well, it was affected by the kryptonite. Just like he, when he was near the kryptonite, is in a different mood. The ring's metal is like, I don't feel like going towards his hand today. Oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's a different fair mood. Enough. Also, like, with fun fact is that was the uh, uh, red kryptonite in the ring. The th- first thing that metal did when it fractured off his hand hit on Lana. Oh <laughs> snap! Tried to have sex okay. with Lana. That's all I wanted to do. Here's another What's question. What's so great about Lana? <laughs> she, Lana, she's Lana, like Lana. really, really, really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> hey Alex, here's another question. Yes. Uh, how much? How much sass mouth does the Smallville vice principal take before it's like caused to like have an office visit or suspension or whatever? You know, like Clark Kent gives him a lot of sass mouth. I assumed that that was another power that Kryptonite gives you is the power to convince a vice principal to leave you alone. Because his his argument to the girl about the girl was like, I think she looks hot. You shouldn't enforce the dress code. And the vice principal was like, All right, touche. And that. <laughs> It's, yeah, I think maybe he's a creepster. That vice, that VP. I think maybe he's. Uh, he was like, all right, well, she does look hot. I just, I think it's like as long as there's some reason, I guess I have to let it slide. You know, like people don't really care if it's good reason. Just like yeah, sort of reason. like like they were playing Lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Speaking of which, as I think that was a steal. I think <gasps> you just did it better than me. The same same answer, but you said it better. Hey, you're the new lizard. Hey, as question for you. 
Yeah. Uh, when he, it, when uh, sassy Superman is hitting on Lana, he says, "When you get all serious, your nose crinkles up. It's really sexy." Can you uh, describe? Yeah, or just show me? I guess on the camera, what does a sexy nose crinkle look like? What? Yeah, tell yeah. us. I mean, it's. I think it's actually it's a Kryptonian thing. You know, that, that seems that, like the answer to everything. <laughs> well, because uh, you know, because Krypton, burning hair. Yeah, it's it's burning hair is actually a really sexy smell uh, in part of the the, the Kryptonian mating ritual. Yeah. Um, to to singe off all your body hair. Wait, what sort of burning keratin pond far are you talking about here? Come on, <laughs> the kind that was on Krypton every day. Oh yeah, man, do not go to Krypton in May. That's why I'm on. <laughs> uh, as I have actually, I have a question from one of the fans. Uh, this mm. was submitted for top five, but I think fits better here. Carrie asks on Facebook, uh, in a sentiment echoed by many people, this a variety of this question: Is Smallville over a Hellmouth? If not, why are there so many different villains prop- cropping up every week? I think that, yeah, they probably just get like. Buffy must have been like uh, in a low point. I guess they just get all the castoffs. Like there's like, oh, I I couldn't make it to to the Hellmouth, so I guess I'm gonna, uh, you know, just take a bus over to Smallville where there's cream corn and also um, Lana, who you know the so, first thing you do. So do you think that 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 Smallville <laughs> is sort of like the minor league team for the Buffy villains? Like they go oh. fight. It's yes, like the crappy mall actually. that you don't really want to go to, but you know, <laughs> there's there. the good Hellmouth, and then there's sort of like the the janky Hellmouth. It's got like a library yeah. branch in it, and the arcade is one machine that doesn't work. Yeah, Smallville mm. is your laundry day clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. we all got that one a little bit. I, you know, actually, I think that means Carrie is our new lizard of bullshit mountain. You won, Carrie. I'll take it. Yeah. Congratulations, you, Carrie. You did. You're a lizard. Take You're Smallville. The- Please. You're the you're the Komodo dragon of this. Yeah. Watch yourself. Prospector, why is it still dark out? Yeah, it's like 10 a.m. The sun should be out by now. It would be a shame to waste this darkness, a condition humans usually use for intimacy. What? Never mind. Oh, no, Meatbot, I... Uh... I said never mind. Okay. All right. Ah, knock it off, you goons. Maybe instead of pretending not to notice your obvious sexual tension, you should actually deal with the problem here. Like the sun hasn't risen. Well, uh, uh, sexual tension? No, attention. <laughs> <laughs> no I... <laughs> Shh. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't... I'm just your Uber driver, Mac. What do I know? Then drive us somewhere, Uber driver. Oh, where to, Mac? And other Mac? Welcome to another great episode of Peacetime in Meatburg, where we explore the complex lives of people who donate to our podcast and who all live in the same meat-themed village and have superpowers for reasons. Today's episode, House of the Rising Sun. Pull over here, Danny. I think this is the spot. You got it, Mac. You can just talk normal since you drive an Uber and not a cab in the 1920s. Whatever you say, Mac. Hey, just wait here. Uh, we're going to go try to figure this sun thing out. It is obvious from back here that nobody flipped the switch this morning. Weird. Who's in charge of flipping that switch and making the sunrise? We had an intern to flip the switch. Maybe she graduated from high school. Yeah. Huh. Kids these days. You know what? You could just wait in the car, Danny. Oh, why? You guys gonna make out? Pfft. No. no. I mean, come on. No, we are not going to make out. Hey, hey, I am hey. not attracted to this person. I'm just the driver, guys. Well, then drive somewhere. 
Whoa. What am I? Newest Meat Buddy, Adam Fettig. Why? You're in Meatburg, Adam Fettig. Rad. I hope I get a cool superpower. Well, um, yeah, about that. Yes, about that. We have a super important job for you. That's kind of like a superpower. It is not that exciting in truth, but it is very, very, very important. That's right, Adam. Fatigue every morning at whatever time sunrise is supposed to be. You can bingle it. Yes, just bingle it and you'll know what time. You just need to flip this here switch. Makes the sunrise. And at night you release the switch to make the sunset. That doesn't sound like the most fun job. Only the best meat buddies do this job. Yeah, really. You must be you must be really great. Hmm. Okay, well so I just do it like this? Yes, just like that. Well done, Adam Fatigue. We can't thank you enough. Are you two holding hands? Nope. Uh, nope. nope. No, no. Why? <laughs> Why? I was this... merely just grasping his... For safety. We're testing the distance between us. It was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I told you so, Mac. Get out of here, Danny. We're not We're not talking to you anymore. Maybe we're going to take lift back. Oh! <gasps> Uh, mind if I catch a ride with you guys? What did I do? Oh no, you have to um, you have to hold that button down all day. We're sorry, that's just the way it works. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Man, this job is going to be really boring, but it's nice to feel this powerful. Are are you guys spooning? More or less, for safety. Join the most exclusive club in all the meat-themed podcast villages. Go to meatburg.space now, Mac. Even a small monthly donation can help keep the podcast sailing down the rails. Go to meatburg.space right now, and you too can be as cool as Adam Fettig. And I can afford a new catchphrase, Mac. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, you guys, it's time for the game of Top 5. Top 5! Top 5! This is where we answer questions and play games suggested by our fans and by our listeners at readdeskweep.com. Uh, you can join the mailing list and let us know, or you can do it on Facebook.com slash readweep or on Twitter at read underscore weep. First up, a game of No Retreat, No Surrender, uh, basically suggested by Grace, who said, why is Chloe so superior to everyone around her? So let's No Retreat a little Chloe's life, or is there any other character that you would like to follow for any length of time? Chloe is by far the most interesting and inquisitive student at Smallville High Tech Polytech. Smallville High Tech Polytech? Yeah, I I assume they have specialty magnet schools. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, she's, she's interesting. Superior. I feel like she's one of those people who really needs to just run away and live in New York. Oh, definitely. She needs and to she leave. Does. That she place. was in Metropolis as of season five. Right? Oh, that's good. So wait, yeah. season five, they're like twenty-two, or 20? or like twenty, eighteen. Yeah. They're out of high 19, school. 20. Yeah, I didn't yeah, catch oh. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Chloe would be great. Uh, I also really like uh, Alana's aunt who just sells high-end high, high end real estate in Metropolis. I think she would probably be a good reality show. Yeah. <laughs> On Bravo? Flip that farm. Yeah, or HGTV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Country living city style, I'd call it. Ooh, I like that. That sounds like it might already be a show. That's it's so good. the motto of the town I grew up in. Oh, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's um, so cute. The model you know of my what? town, I, by the way, the model of my town I grew up in was uh, hard-hitting questions, finding out who's responsible. 
<laughs> Wait, did you grow up in a Mississippi base? Did you uh, grow up in a town TV that station? killed an alligator? <laughs> I grew up in Channel 16 News. I'm sorry, um, it was tough question. The tough questions, finding who's accountable, which are not like one's a verb, one's not. It doesn't matter. It's weird. Yeah, those, those don't even go together. Yeah. Well, fine. you could probably figure out who's accountable for that slogan if you want. Yeah, I'm right? gonna find out. I'll ask tough questions. Um, I kind of like to see. You know, I like. I would really like to watch. I'm sure this happens in the next episode, so it's not really no retreat. But I would love to see uh, Lex Luthor gets to the state senate and then is disappointed. <laughs> Because obviously, <laughs> just a lot yeah, of just, reading. Just frustrated. Yeah, because he's act. He's like, there, this is the big fight. Is that he's going to do that? Uh, he's going to become the, the. He's like digging up some dirt on Clark's dad so they can become a state senator. And he's like, I oh, want all the power weird. and all the money. And in Kansas, I didn't look this up, but in a lot of states, the state senate not a full time job. A lot of them are like every other year they meet, and it's not going to be you know like a lot of power. Mostly like debating stop signs and. Uh, you know, voting to not let Syrian refugees in, which you don't have power over, and like other yeah. dumb shit. It's not. Yeah. It's not where the cool stuff it's happens. Weird. And funding your naval national guard. You're Kansas. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be a little disappointed. Uh, Look so. around, Kansas. <laughs> uh, I probably have to talk about some creamed corn legislation. Oh, that's serious oh, yeah, stuff, that's- man. Also, zoning for the what? new fertilizer plant four that's coming in. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be exciting. When will we get to fertilizer plant number five? <laughs> I, I, I think in between there's going to be the, the fertilizer plant 4S, which is basically the same. Mm. Oh, sure. Yeah, but the internals are different. Yeah, it's just a different better quality. Different shit on the inside. Oh! Oh! Oh, good. Good, Chris. <laughs> almost, almost too good. All right, uh, question wow. two from Teresa. What completely useless meteor power would you like to receive? Ooh. I mean, completely useless is kind of makes it a little biased. Ooh, ooh, I, I, can I go? Can I go? I know. Yes, you can. Go. I'd like to know when food expires, like before I look at it. You know, just like by like being near it, I'd be like, oh, this is gonna go off in like a day or two. I should eat it now. Do you? Um, okay, so you wouldn't be happy just having like a yes or no. It's still good. You want to know exactly when it will stop being good. I want a countdown. And actually, I'd love to have like uh, recipes that kind of like pop up in my brain that would like tell me like what I should make, you know, based on the time I have to use those ingredients in a, in oh, a proper I like way. That. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be good. So like basically like good food sense sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, food yeah. sense seems kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I, ah, man, meteor powers that I want. I, you know, I kind of liked when he was confident enough to hit on Lana. Um, I, I don't want like the motorcycle and the buying a kayak and some stereo equipment. Yeah, thing. why are you buying a sea dew, bud? Like, yeah, it was weird. Look around, yeah, still Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still Kansas. He did. He bought like he bought a TV and an Xbox and a. And Actually, a, how did he get a sea dew realtor? Like, 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 where, what sea dew <laughs> shop did he go to in yeah, Kansas? Yeah. Again, I think he went to Metropolis, but uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe Wait, is Metropolis blind dad set up a sea dew shop because he forgot where he lived? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor. Poor guy. I um yeah, I can't think of anything I need right now. My life's pretty good. I don't need any powers. What? Chris, Tanya, oh. do you have one? That's impressive, man. I can oh. think of like six that we'd need, Alex. Well Yeah. I, I have I don't know, have you guys been working on your Christmas lists right now? Uh Chris and Tanya for your parents? Uh do, you, do your parents I've been aware lists? that there there is such a thing as a Christmas list. Yeah. It was just time, I don't know. It was time for parents to get Christmas lifts recently, and I. It's weird to try to think of stuff you want. I'm having trouble 
thinking of stuff I want. Yeah, we're how about like a big? Okay, actually, Alex, I know, I know what you need. So, because are you gonna are you you gonna say uh, an electric razor scooter, which is only one hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon right now? Oh my god! Don't get a a laser shaver. Tip: Don't Uh, get a scooter. Um, no, so so my mom is doing this uh, for for Caleb. So I'll, like Caleb shouldn't listen to this podcast. Uh, but like basically, she took pictures of like you know, the people that he knows and likes, and like is going to have like you know their names under in this like uh, photo book. Yeah, and That's we could have cute. this for you for famous people. Oh, oh yeah, That's... you'd always know who celebrities oh, are. Alex is yeah, you you'd you'd, you'd cure your face phasia. You mean like you'd give me a People magazine? Yeah. <laughs> Who wore it better? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you need to go take pictures of celebrities and put na- put names under them? I think they just oh. are in magazines. That's a good point. Well, then you have no excuses what you're saying. I think it's great that your mom's doing that, by the way, because my sister did that for her child, for Austin. And mm-hmm. it it's not a gift to Austin. It's a gift to the rest of us because he hadn't seen me in like a year and a half. And he was like a year and nine months old. And he totally remembered my name. And it was amazing. It's such that's a nice. Cute. It's such a nice gift. That's awesome. Oh, that that's is. Nice. I realize what I want my superpower to be. What is it? I want to always have energy to do stuff after work. Ooh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Right? Yeah. That a good one. Right? Oh man, like, I love ooh, that. Weird it's... gallery opening in like an annoying part of town. Totally going. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get I pizza mean, on the way. Tanya, I also have you heard about cocaine? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But not my worth teeth it, Tanya. And life. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Never getting tired is good. Uh, I also like uh, party sense. So uh, always being able to make a French exit when you want to sure. is great. Mm. Wait, French exit? What's a French exit? It's like an Irish goodbye. You know, you slip out with uh, ghosting, noticing. Yeah, yeah, ghosting. Yeah. Weird that that's uh, the French and the Irish. But also, but also, you know when to leave and or, or when to get there and when to leave. Like, well, the, the French exit nice. is like tasteful and like ha ha. But the Irish exit is like gotta go. <laughs> I think you're just Jeez. being racist. I, no, but that's that's the way I've always heard people use it. Like when they're like, I made a bit of an Irish exit as opposed to like... I hope Ooh. one of us is Irish so we can say this. Yeah. Oh, I'm a bit Irish, yeah. Whew. Well, I guess I I'm just close. speaking from my own experience. Yeah. I, it's fine. I, I Have I ever told you my party trick? Which is I start... I just like right as I get to a party, I say, well, we got to get going. And then I say goodbye to everybody for two hours. And then I'm gone because it gives you an excuse to talk to groups like you can approach a, t- a group that already exists. If you're like, hey, we're yeah, going to get ready like, to oh, go. Well, go. And they're like, oh, yeah, we had not even seen you. Hey, how have you been? And then you get to talk. But you, it's hard to just walk up to a group without an excuse. But if you're leaving, I like uh-huh. to set something on fire in the other room and be like, hey, you guys hear about the fire? <laughs> <laughs> Weird just trick. Just lit a pile of hair on fire in your living room. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about me? My, <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about Ezra's you party really trick? Look into that. Arson. <laughs> also, I have no pores. Smallville. <laughs> All right, we got to keep moving. Uh, number three, Scott asks, "How would you fail to survive if you had Superman's powers?" Well, the answer is Scott. We wouldn't. You're fucking Superman. Yeah, you survive with those powers. Although I might die of shame of all those like embarrassing things that happen to me every single week. I don't think I he can I'm... die of shame. That's one of his other powers. I think I'd die of boredom because I'd be a woman on this show who isn't Chloe. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I have I have an offshoot, I guess, of this question. Then, um, if you guys are trying to end the show prematurely and you've got just one week on the show as the monster of the week. How would you try to kill Superman and stop the Smallville from ever reaching season 10? Mm, great question. What is Superman's actual weakness? Um, his friends. You kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, mean, sorry, too dark? A little dark, yeah. CW, not Hannibal. (laughs) (laughs) What what if if you just shave his head and then give the wig to Lex Luthor? But how would you shave it? You You don't have heat vision? Yeah, exactly. You need to take him to Superman's heat vision hair salon. And why would he go? Razor laser. Oh my god, you start a fake like this person has cancer. Let's all shave our heads. Yeah. <laughs> and then Superman does it, and then you take his hair, give it to Lex Luthor, and then he gets his power. Yeah. I don't know. Like Samson. I think, yeah, maybe the maybe the way I would like if if Lex Luthor just wore a wig, it would just throw Superman off. Because he doesn't know someone's <laughs> evil unless they're bald. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. I I'll tell you what I would do to defeat Superman. I would run for state senate. then you'd have all the money and power in the world i would be getting 88 dollars a day plus per diem according to article 2 of the kansas constitution and then i'm unstoppable yeah yeah per day yeah hachi machi so on travel days you could be making up to 54 dollars a day per (laughs) diem it's good to be the king (laughs) without per diem the state senator is making 32 grand a year i mean it's not It's not the most powerful position in the world. They typically keep okay. their other job. Wait, wait, wait. You'd have to. Alex, what's, what's like the buying power in Kansas? That's, that's, that pays for a lot of cream oh, corn. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> oh, that's true. And you got those lobbyists, you know, the cream corn lobby. You know, they're sure, always stuffing oh, yeah, you your pockets full of corn. You're always stuffing your pockets with creamed corn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh, worst God. pocket stuffer. It's just, it's just a suitcase full of cream corn. <laughs> I make $32,000 a year and my pockets are disgusting. <laughs> he comes into the meeting. He's like, have you got it for me? And he drops a briefcase, spins it around, opens it, tilts it up, and just creamed corn falls onto the table. After a meeting like that, everybody's walking away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really also, quick. Question four. Anna Chandler says, how happy are we on a scale of one to ten to escape this fashion era? Chris and Tanya, oh you want to start? A thousand percent, yes. <laughs> so happy. Yeah. I miss so it. So happy. I mean, everything does look roomy. <laughs> everything looks roomy. I have so I many. Thought stuff I was getting roomy again. Them, like create that crazy like pagoda hair that Chloe has in the first episode. Oh it's yeah, just like tears of like layered sticky outy stuff. Like yeah. what's going on there? Like an opera cake. It's amazing. It's like yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> Farrah Fawcett ran into like a gallon of L.A. looks. It's crazy. yeah. <laughs> that also <laughs> ran into <laughs> the Kent family's wood chipper. I for example. Uh, just for the record, I would if someone had vined that, I would watch that like at least three times in a row. On loop. <laughs> well, you can never watch a vine less than three. T- like just on accident, you see it three oh, right. times. It's like, oh shit, I gotta watch it three times. It yeah, just keeps yeah. starting, and then you're like, oh, oh, that was the end. Okay, I'll get it closed now. And then by the time you get to the close, it's three. Mm-hmm. That's and how then they you get you. Show someone because you're like, look what this dog did. <laughs> yeah. I know we're we're super glad. Can we talk about the uh, the really quick just about the the chipper? Because he, he goes to prove a point to his dad. His dad is like, you just need to look normal. And he's like, is this normal, dad? And he punches his fist into the wood chipper and then pulls it out and it's fine. But like but also all tore up. Right. And you just and ruined your dad's wood, wood chipper. Shape either. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. a dick move. Like show him yeah. in a way, like punch a rock that he doesn't need. But yeah, right. The wood machine. chippers don't grow on trees. Like quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's super unclear what this farm even makes. Also, it's sidebar. Corn. Wood corn. chips is one of them. Is it yeah, corn? probably. But like, Tanya, how much of your Tanya? When you leave the Kent's farm, just listen for the telltale sound of. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Wait a second, guys! Wait, Before wait, wait! Before you get on the road, take a snack. Take a snack. Here, open your pockets. No, open your pockets. <laughs> wait, yeah, road guys, snack. Guys. You just reach into your pocket, pull out a handful of cream corn, start nibbling. <laughs> 
It's actually more dangerous than bailing wire in terms of driving (laughs) while snarfing a fish. Yeah, I tried to turn, but my hand was all slippery from the cream corn. (laughs) This is why we don't keep our cream corn on the highway. We have to finish. Last question from Ben. Uh, The show uses different colors of kryptonite to mess with Clark's powers. What color kryptonite would you invent, and how would it affect Clark? Just a quick reminder. Green, toxic. Red, rebellious and immoral. Blue suppresses kryptonian powers, making them vulnerable like a mortal. Gold can give Krypton, Kryptonians permanent wounds and strip them of their powers forever. The gemstone kryptonite causes Kryptonians to exhibit wish-fulfilling prophecies. Silver is a synthetic form made by the Brainiac that induces paranoia. And clear is just green kryptonite that's been used, then normalized. So it's basically just sand, which is kind of a weird one that they include that. Uh, huh. Which color that's not those would you create and how would it affect Superman? Ooh, I got uh, it. I got it. I go. Yes, yeah, go. go first. Yellow gives him a lemony fresh scent. <laughs> I suppose that burning hair smell. Yeah. <laughs> Finally clear out that terrible creamed corn and burning hair smell. Uh, I also would enjoy if yellow just made him like uh, know that he has to stop soon. Oh, that's good. How about uh, mauve? And it would make him interesting or possibly good at acting. Just whatever I can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of like purple kryptonite would give him like pathos. Or make him a party dude. One of those two. Mm. Uh, and also, interestingly enough, every one of these also makes him hit on Lana. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the lemony fresh scent, he'd probably get further this time around. Oh, do you yeah, think yeah. the blue kryptonite, do you think they use that to make him human so that way if they have sex, he doesn't kill her? Uh, yeah. That's probably what happens. Or Does like, he, if he doesn't so, like... When he's hooked up with her in the last episode we saw in season four, did we actually say what episodes we watched? I don't think we said them. Oh, yeah, I mean, Whoops. it doesn't matter. <laughs> we watched uh, the pilot. We watched the one with the red kryptonite. We watched Onyx uh, with the one with the black kryptonite that doubles Lex Luthor. And then we saw the one uh, the called Lexmas, where Lex gets shot and it goes on a, a weird fantasy Christmas carol yeah, train. Yeah, it's 5.9. Anyway, so in that last one, when Clark is with Lana, yep, not, <laughs> in, not in the future where he's not with her again, did he tell her the truth? Did he tell her that he, no? Know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Maybe, yeah, I I don't yeah, like that. I don't care for that. I think it's a bad way to have a relationship. Yeah, does the bad reporter way to have, to girl have know? a live-in relationship? <laughs> what she reporter does because know. she sends him on the thing. Yeah, to oh, go right. she deliver means, all the gifts. Fake Santa. Wait, but Lana. So can't wait, know. that guy was real Santa, which means real Santa was gonna drink himself to death and throw himself off a roof. Yeah, super dark. Yeah, Re- so no, not only does the show depressed. posit that Santa's real, they posit that he's a suicidal alcoholic. Also, on the That's one right. day a year, he has to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I you mean, everyone do, hates Santa. Mondays, but this is a little much. <laughs> Come on, Santa. Uh, that Actually, that would be the worst Sunday night, though, the night before like he has to go back to work. He's like, oh, I've had like 360-something days off, and now... Yeah, you know, uh, I like afraid to open my email. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that's the game of top five. You can top play five. along with us. Read dot com, uh, Facebook dot com slash weep, Twitter email list. All of them. Now it's time for a minor compliment. We're gonna get out of here. Last nice thing you have to say about Smallville. So Tanya, it's your last nice thing. Prepare, but you're gonna be last. Ezra, you're up first. What is your minor compliment for a Smallville? You know, you never really. You never really know what you have until it's gone, and I'm just going to say it. I miss flip phones. Oh, uh, the just flipping part was pretty. Rare. Why do you want right? to join Adele a... and st- and start the new old revolution? <laughs> I think there are people who are doing that, but yeah, I don't. Like, I mean, I don't miss them that bad. 
I I I liked the flipping aspect. I thought that was pretty rad. I liked that much better than when they were just candy bar phones. It's just a satisfying thing. I just I want to I want to do something, man. Give me an app that flips it. I don't know. Also, remember when the microphone was close to your mouth so you could actually hear people talking? Oh my god! Now I sound old. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, Was there any other ninety or or late nineties, early two thousands technology we were seeing? I mean, the internet looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, still is. Yeah. Ooh, but I've got a compliment. N- really? Near to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Go for it. You can be next. We'll switch. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, I have two compliments, but one of them is about the internet. Uh, so when they go seven years into the future in Lexmas, in his dream, the directors and producers tastefully avoid trying to predict seven years from now technology. There's almost no technology in it's that future. Just and they're all just... Yeah, well, it's like soft focus, but nobody's like obsessed with the new, you know, Snapchat or whatever oh. that's going on. Right. There's Wait, I had a huge that. rant about this. Um, so, so uh, when in this episode, right? Like they they go in the future. They it's all it's all kind of soft focus. It's it's very nice. And uh, Lex is Lex is actually happy. He gets to be with Lana. He has a kid. And then Lana dies from childbirth. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they decide that Lex decides like, oh no, I really should you know shouldn't go down that path because I couldn't help my wife. But like. Yeah, you could make some choices. Like, if you knew that's going to happen seven years from now, you could probably make some choices that would probably keep that from happening, right? Like, just like yeah, I, I think there's a lot of other options besides like in the future somebody I love might die. So the only option now is evil. Yeah, it's yeah, a little it's premature, a, it's an unsophisticated choice. Yeah, but the sophisticated choice that the directors made again, they didn't have to show any sort of weird like future <laughs> hollow screen bullshit. All right, you win. Uh, as uh, second little compliment. Yeah, and sorry, just just tiny little one. Oh, keep going. In the first season, Lana has an existing boyfriend who's star quarterback, uh, Whitney. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's the blonde guy. He's kind of a jerk. But you know what he is? He's not one-dimensional. He has hopes and dreams. He wants to leave Smallville. He doesn't want to just be a guy who uh, his best days were in does, high school. Does he want to leave re- Smallville to go play football in the big town? No, I mean, he, he could be a, an aspiring writer. I don't know. The point is, he <laughs> actually is given motivation other than just being the jerk that gives Clark a hard time and is the romantic rival. And, I and really then he disappears because uh, we time-jumped, and so I just assumed he died. Yeah, uh, he does die. Yeah, he got killed by a, Aww. what, a slime monster or a, who knows. Farewell, person who definitely existed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll miss you. All right, my minor compliment is I love the idea that Superman ages at a normal rate. Because this, if we get to see baby Superman, that means there is going to be somewhere there's an 80-year-old Superman story waiting to be told. Where it's just like he's in like Krypton Gardens, the retirement community, and... Maybe he's slowed down, so he just runs at a normal human rate. Um, oh. just normally... Do we think his powers, like... He can age. see through your girdle? Oh. <laughs> oh that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that see-through thing was... Or his x-ray vision scene in red was really gross. Yep. That was yeah. so unfortunate. No, I'm looking at her also, underwear. Turns... How does no, her I'm... vision go through the first layer of clothes and not the second one? <laughs> that's weird. Well... well no, he we was don't saying know she how had many a birthmark. Oh, you're yeah. right. He saw straight her through her butt, butt cheek. Oh, gross. I know, but he also referred to it as like her cheeks, which yeah. was uh, no, not a thing. other cheek. All right. No. Oh, cheeks. <laughs> no. Yeah, not a fan. No. Uh, no. But wouldn't it be fun to see super like the opposite of Smallville, where it's just super old retired Superman? Uh, no. Okay. Like, like back in other- my day, I could 
fly and play canasta anytime I wanted. It was faster Wait. than a speeding bullet. Yeah, but it's before lasers. I like the idea of of just like before Superman entirely. Like like there's no Superman at all, so just like villains just getting away from everything. They're like, well, uh, it seems like someone's come out to stop us, but they're not. So right. okay, I've learned nothing. Are you describing like current day? It's well, but it's Smallville, and it's like right slime now? monsters. It just blew my mind. It's just each day a villain <laughs> comes out of the sky and destroys people in Smallville, and no one stops him. <laughs> Smallville, yes. America under siege. <laughs> Population 40,000, 39,000, 38,000, 30,000. <laughs> All right, Tanya, minor compliment. Um, oh, this is tough, guys. I had one, and then it evaporated. You can do it. You can I do can it. I can do it. It's not can that I? bad of a show. Was it about cream corn again? Yes, it was If that you don't know what else show. to do, you can always hit on Lana. <laughs> yeah. I would never... I would never. Oh, oh, I remember. I remember. Um, I didn't really hate Lex Luthor. I thought he was actually kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I thought he was the most interesting part of the show, actually. Yeah, I think it's, just, yeah. it's about it's about Lex. I thought he was. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing I just realized is that like because of the inherent bagginess of '90s fashion, I was super entertained that like pretty much every dude on the show has to have some obligatory moment where he's like, no, 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 but but under this giant button down, I'm also super buff though. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're all just like, no, don't worry, I've got I've got abs check them out check them out though i i think luther is so fun uh, and interesting although you know like over the top like everything else in the show but he you know it's because superman is the most boring superhero that's ever been and yeah. so this it show didn't weird. save it oh sorry i was just gonna say like yeah it, it, superman's real boring but and so it's weird that our attention is most captivated by essentially a walking thumb in a suit <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, oh, buddies, uh, next week we are talking about Caliphate Oof. by Tom Kratman. Uh, our sponsor for that episode says, quote, I've been reading and weeping since the Gilmore Girls episode, and I've noticed a distressing trend. You guys are sliding towards campy and fun and away from soul-blighting and god-awful. This simply will not do. You are a good podcast about bad books. So here is the worst book. Oh, no. That's such like the, um, one, absolutely true. And two, it's like, that's like the, um, that's like the monologue that, like, the Bond villain sends Bond about, like, your Bond, you've lost your way. I will show you the true way. <laughs> right. This is the winning essay from Villain School. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Eric and Zach from Madison, who sponsored our co-sponsor this episode, are applying for Supervillain uh, reality show. This is their tape they sent in. It's pretty good. Because uh, uh, also, the, here's the worst part about this book, aside from that exists, is that it only exists um, in like ebook form, and so I have to just see like the percentage done on uh, my Kindle app, just like small number creep, creep, creep forward. Way too slow. Yeah. yeah. Too bad you can't read this on three X. Uh, can, I, just, can I just not be aware during this time? I, I used to the be The part much... where all the words blurred together was pretty good. <laughs> I used to be such a better reader. I don't know how people read without like wa- your mind wandering. Because I keep going oh like... I was like reading it and it does some ch- time jumps uh, between these two times like 100 or 200 years apart. And I keep going like, wait a second, why do they have guns now? These are children in a school in the 1800s. And then it's like... Oh, why do these soldiers back in the 1800s again? It's hard to follow. 
I'm not good at uh, reading. This is reminding me of Angels in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, so anyway, so thanks, you guys, uh, for co-sponsoring that. Thanks, uh, uh, I guess. Anyway, uh, we'll do it. We're going to do it. It's going to be something. Also, a shout-out. Thank you so much to Meryl for sponsoring this episode. Uh, yeah, the, thanks, Meryl. And especially thank you to Alex, the gift receiver. Or I guess maybe not thank you, but like I hope you enjoyed it, even though Tanya was mean to it. Um, Meryl did want us to say to you, Alex, you wanted to say, uh, even though I live far away from you now, you're still my best friend, and I miss you, and I hope this episode makes your day. Aww. Aww. No, it's the sweetest. I wish you'd live with that. I would have felt much better about this whole thing. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, Sorry your wonderful message was preceded by me yelling about a lot of things. No (laughs) refunds. No uh, She also asked us really quick if we could uh, do one of those things where we uh, randomly compliment Alex. So, Alex, this is easy because you've got my name. Great name, Alex. Oh, I was going <laughs> to. You were going to say that's that. All, that's, all, that's all we know so far. Uh, um, Alex. Al- Alex go ahead, you, you seem like the kind of person who makes good use of sticky notes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh interesting. That's why I value the person. Interesting. Yeah. Alex, uh, I love your taste in music. We have the same favorite song. <laughs> and only you guys know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell anybody. It'll remain a secret. Alex, um, your hair smells really good. Not Ooh. burned at all. No. Not almost, burned almost like a level. Yeah. And also, your and favorite shirt is my favorite shirt. We both know what shirt that is. Mm. <laughs> looks great on you, Alex. Also looks comfortable. Yeah. Seems like you're very happy. Alex, uh... <laughs> I like that sometimes when you are walking someplace, like you're walking to work or you're walking to uh, get a train or something, or you drive, you probably drive, but when you walk to your car, sometimes you get a little spring in your step and you just seem like you're peppy, you know, like you're having a good day, and no one has to know that. That's just between you and yourself. Right. Alex, yeah. you seem like you're really hitting it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. crushed it, Alex. Good job, Alex. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. This is so confusing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and you're like, hey, guys. Awesome yeah. job, Alex. Keep it up the good work. And thanks for listening, Alex and Meryl, both of you. Also, uh, Chris, what are you making the rock sound signal for? Because Alex rocks. Oh, she does rock. Okay, great. Yeah. And then, uh, thanks to our newest meat buddy, also, Adam Fettig. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, Adam. Thanks for keeping the sun on, Adam. Really appreciate it. In the work. whole sun. The whole sun. It's up to you. Just keep your finger on that button. Never stop. Uh, all right, you guys, uh, you can go to redistribute.com slash meatbuddies. Oh, or you can go to meatbuddies.space if you want to join uh, Meatberg, find out what your Meatberg character is like, and hang out with, you know, Meatbot and Prospector, who are, I don't know, maybe having a thing. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, anyway, we would appreciate that. It really does help keep the show moving. Whoa, whoa. Alex, what if Meatbot and Prospector are just have been exposed like to, to the red um, kryptonite rock? Right, yes. and these are the thoughts that they're always thinking, but always yeah. keep so down below the surface. Would have been a great idea. Wish I thought of it before I wrote the ad today. Would have been really nice. Fix it in post. <laughs> Fix it in post. <laughs> We're already post post. Uh, anyway, that's it for. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh huh. And at the Tanya Best. Oh no, you were the guest. Don't say that. At Ezra Fox. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yep. And thank you for our very special guest at the Tanya Best. Cockadoodle do. <laughs> do you plan these ahead of time or does it just come out when I say thank this you? This comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's delightful. I uh, It's really fun to do a super host episode. You guys are going to do another one next week and we'll switch. We'll make Ezra the guest for Caliphate. Yeah. 
Chris, why are you flopping your body around like that? I got energy. <laughs> you do. You guys got to get out of here. I'm right. excited for next week, too. Sometimes, Chris, you just get a spring in your step. All right. I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you all later next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, everybody. Hock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> 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 you got to have something.